When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Friday, February 28th, 2020, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill has been my dentist for the last 26 years. I haven't gone to another one. Do you know why? Because he's the best. All right, I'm not stumping for Dr. Mike because he needs me to stump for him. What I'm trying to do is stump for Dr. Mike so you give him a call and it helps your life. Your mouth is going to be healthier. Your body is going to be healthier. You're going to thank me, 317-849-2933. It's a Friday, so Harry's going to ask some questions. Of course, he is stationed, as he always is on Friday afternoon, at Wills Northwoods Tap up on Chicago's north side. He's at the corner of Racine and Nelson. How you doing this afternoon, Harry Dutchie, with you? Oh, you bet she is, Camilla. We are saddled up here with old Scott Valencia, our, the bartender to the stars. He's pouring the, the gin and white claw faster than we can drink it. <laughs> it's a pretty close race, though. Hey, at any rate, Dutchie, you doing all right? <laughs> Kind of nodding off a little bit over there. It's going to be okay. We'll play euchre with the kids in the back in a few minutes. Grab grab you a little bag of popcorn, why don't you? I, I, I want to ask, I know he's with you today. I want to ask Laval Jordan, the head coach of the Butler Bulldogs, some questions, if that's all right. We'll call this three with Laval. <laughs> well, you're right, Harry. Laval Jordan right here with me. Go ahead. Fire away. Ask your questions. All right, number one, Laval. Hey, uh, th- this break you guys haven't played since last weekend. Did it come at a good time for you? Yeah, we needed it. You know, just uh, obviously the length of the season and um, just being a little banged up. So really, really good uh, good timing for us in terms of not having a game during the week and, and until Saturday so we can get healthy, as healthy as we can get, and uh, kind of rejuvenate, re-inspire, reflect uh, to move forward. All right, then, number two, how's your health? I'm, I'm extremely healthy. Oh, <laughs> come on, LaValle. You know what I mean. How's the health of your team? No, I, I think, uh, you know, guys got out and did. They were limited reps today, Kamar and Aaron. Uh, specifically, Derek did a little more today. So it's just a day-by-day progression 
Uh, you know, Ralph Reef's the best best trainer in America, so they're they're in good care. Uh, now it's just comfort and confidence, and and uh, evaluating them and trying not to do too much in practice, but enough to where everybody feels feels good moving forward. All right, number three. What'd you learn against the fighting Chicagoans of DePaul the first time around that's going to help you tomorrow at Hinkle? Again, setting the tone early. They, you know, we went up there and they came out with an enormous amount of energy. Uh, I thought their bigs really, you know, really set a tone in the post and on the glass early. Uh, and then we were in a hole digging out of it, you know. And um, offensively, you know, they've got great length and at every position just about, you know. So they, they do a really good job of getting deflections and getting their hands on balls and, and playing at the rim. They're one of the best post defenses in our league and in the country. Um, and we've been pretty good playing inside out. So, you know, it's, it's a, uh, they match with us pretty well. So we got to figure out a way to make sure we got good spacing and uh, know where our points of attack are. Uh, thanks, Laval. Let's get to Gnilrenz's question. I don't know how much time we have. We better get cracking. Yeah. Of course I'll have another one. <laughs> like they say in Caddyshack, never ask a Navy man if he'll have another because it's nobody's damn business how many he's had already. <laughs> All right, number one for Ganilrets then. The Hoosiers last night, how disappointed were you in their eight-point loss at Mackey Arena? You know, I'm disappointed that Indiana only hit 15 to 59 shots. You know, I'm disappointed in the lack of collective effort. Scoring 49 points just isn't acceptable, for God's sake. Um, I I think there were some good things. I think Race Thompson continues to emerge as a guy who's going to hustle, get on the floor, make those extra kind of effort plays that might win you a game down the stretch. But last night, to go into Mackey Arena against a Purdue team that has painted itself into a corner with a 7-10 Big Ten record and absolutely had to have a win if it was going to keep its NCAA hopes alive, to go in there and come out with a win was really, really, really going to be tough. And so Indiana didn't get it done. They lost by only eight. They were down double digits for part of the game. And then they kind of came back and they got it to within five, but they never really showed themselves to be a team that could kind of close that deal. They went more than 10 minutes from toward the end of the first half, well into the second half, without making a single field goal. You're not going to win games like that. Indiana does not play well. When things start to go bad for Indiana on the road, they get nothing but worse for Indiana on the road. That's the way this team is wired. You know, they just aren't strong enough. They don't have the will necessary and the toughness necessary to be able to compete on the road in that kind of hostile environment. And as a result, they pick up the loss. And then number five to the Hoosiers. Need number five overall, I suppose. Only number two for you. At any rate, uh, how many of these last three games do they need to win to get to the NCAA tournament? I think they got to win two or three, and I don't think they're going to be able to get it done Sunday at Illinois. I think Illinois is too good, especially at home, to allow Indiana to roll in there and get a win. Indiana has shown itself to be really flawed on the road, getting the two wins against Nebraska and against Minnesota. They don't really have a quality win on the road this year. And so you look at it and you say, all right, you know what? If you got to come back home, you got to come back to Assembly Hall and beat Minnesota and beat Wisconsin to get into the 
NCAA tournament, you better be able to do that. Because if you can't do that, then the truth is you don't belong in the NCAA tournament, and what you do in the Big Ten tournament shouldn't matter a damn. If they lose out, or if they split those last two and they wind up 9-11 and in the Big Ten, I don't think they get into the NCAA tournament. And like I said, I don't believe they would have deserved a spot in the tournament. Coming to Indianapolis and winning a game or winning two games, I don't think that it matters if they can't win those last two at Assembly Hall against Minnesota and Wisconsin. It just doesn't, and it shouldn't, right? Indiana ought to be good enough to beat teams on their home court. They beat Penn State. They should be able to beat Minnesota and Wisconsin. Okay, and then number six, not entirely unprecedented to go to number six. What about the Boilermakers of Purdue? What is going on with them? Are they now in the tournament? No, I don't think they're in the tournament yet. I mean, they're 8-10 and 10 right now. They've got a couple of games left. They are at Iowa. Then they finish the regular season against Rutgers at home. I think he split those two games. All right, you go to Iowa. If you can get the win at Iowa, good for you. But if you can't, you split those last two games. You go 9-11 and 11 in conference, and then you come to Indianapolis and you get a couple of wins. I think you should go to the NCAA tournament. I think they're a little bit different in that regard from Indiana. If Purdue had their last two games at home and they split them, maybe I'd think a little bit differently. But I think Purdue, they played a tougher non-conference schedule. I think they ought to be rewarded for that, and I think they will be rewarded for that. If they can go into Iowa and win, and then if they can finish the regular season against Rutgers and win, I think they're automatically in. If they wind up 10-10, and it doesn't matter what they do in Indy. But if they lose one of those games, and I think the most likely because Rutgers plays like dogs on the road, If they go to, uh, uh, like I said, Iowa, lose, win against Rutgers, I think they got work to do in Indy to get into the NCAA tournament. Number seven, uncharted territory for sports, nothing but sports, with Harry and Kent. Um, At the Combine, what do you think of Jordan Love so far? You think he's going to be an Indianapolis Colt? Well, it depends on what happens ahead of the Colts pick at 13. If Jordan Love's picked ahead, no, he ain't going to go to the Colts. If somebody gets hysterical, if general manager just falls in love with Love and takes him at 10, the Colts aren't going to trade up to get him. Now, would I love to see Jordan Love as an Indianapolis Colt? Absolutely, because he's got everything you need to succeed at a high level as an NFL quarterback. Everything. He's got the arm. He's got the feet. He's got kind of the head. I loved his answers during the combine when he had his media availability. All of that stuff, checking boxes all over the place, is Jordan Love. I think he needs a year, and that sets up really, really well. uh, Jacoby Brissett under contract for the next year. You have Love learn behind him this coming year, and then in year two, off you go, kind of the way that Kansas City did with Mahomes. But I really do think also that any comparison between Jordan Love and Patrick Mahomes is so premature that it doesn't make any sense to engage in at this point. But I love Jordan Love, and if he became the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, I would get very, very bullish on their ability to win moving forward. Not necessarily this coming year, but beyond that, I think that they would get really good. But I still think when it's all said and done, I think the Colts take a defensive tackle who they think can move the pile and get to the quarterback. Now, if they can get Chris Jones in free agency, 
all that talk is kind of suspended. I don't think that they're necessarily going to take a defensive tackle at 13, but if they don't get Jones, I would be really, really surprised if Chris Ballard allowed his defense to return as is. They need a defensive tackle, and they need a really, really good one, whether it's Chris Jones or one of the guys that they might be able to draft. Uh, that's the question. But Jordan Love, hey, man, I love the kid. Everything about him looks terrific. He lost all his weapons his junior year at Utah State 2018. He was fantastic 2019. Not as fantastic, but as an NFL guy, way high ceiling and way low floor, and I love guys like that. He's good enough to get you fired, or he's good enough to win you a championship. And finally, number eight, what the hell? is wrong with Indiana University basketball fans. Harry, the assumption within your question is totally preposterous. There's nothing wrong with Indiana fans. Indiana fans, like all fans, they overreact to every win. They overreact to every loss. Today, everybody wants Archie Miller fired. They want him replaced with John Beeline or Brad Stevens. All right, after Indiana had won three of their previous four and gotten a commitment from Christian Lander of Evansville Wrights High School, everybody was thrilled and thought that Archie, you know, they've turned a corner and here we go and isn't life grand and let's have a parade. They get the loss and everybody's down in the mouth and they want him fired. That's what fans do. Fans, all fans are crazy. I'll tell you something. The Indiana fans are extremely enthusiastic, and they are pot-committed to the Hoosiers, and that's a good thing in the end. Indiana fans love Indiana basketball, and they believe in Indiana basketball. Now, what they also believe in is a specific style and a, a specific level of effort for Indiana basketball. When you've got guys who don't meet that criteria or don't rise to that level, you've got problems. In the state of Indiana, Indiana University fans are not going to sit idly by and watch guys jog back in transition. They are not going to watch guys heave up terrible shots six seconds into the shot clock. They're just not going to do it. They're not going to sit idly by with their thumbs up their asses and see Indiana play stupid basketball and not call it out. Now, if that makes them bad fans, there are bad fans everywhere. I think Indiana fans are extremely knowledgeable. Yes, they are prone to wild emotional swings, but that's what fans do, and, and that's just fine. Now, I'll say this, too, about Archie Miller, and this is praise. Archie Miller does not care about fans. Archie Miller is not pouring over message board comments. He's not looking at blog posts. He's not reading, any th- any, <laughs> he's not reading anything anybody writes. He is concerned with his team. He is completely insulated emotionally from that kind of feedback, and I think that that's a good thing, and I think that that makes Archie Miller, I think as Fred Glass kind of appraised Archie Miller as a potential replacement for Tom Crean, that was something that he was looking for. He was looking for a guy who was not going to bend against the whims of the fans and pay attention to the fans or pay attention to the media. Archie Miller, not that kind of guy. I think everything's fine with Indiana basketball. All right, Harry, thanks so much for participating. Hey, you're welcome, Gunilrez. Anytime, Dutchie, bring that popcorn on over here. I got you a full white cloth, gin and white cloth sitting at the, at the bar. The ice is melting, for God's sake. Uh, sports, nothing but sports, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, 317-849-2933. Want to remind you, Monday morning, bright and early at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, Breakfast with Kent at 8.15 on Twitter, 
in Periscope. It's Breakfast with Kent, part two. It's a show so nice we do it twice. We'll talk to you Monday morning. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Join me. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.